Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while 2023, you guys, and I'm winging it. Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. That's the website, the Dork Forest, if you like a determiner. Dorkforest.com also works. JackieCation.com has all of my stand-up information. Like, it has videos, it has pictures, it has links to this podcast and to my other podcast with Lori Kilmartin. It has a merch store that has Dork Forest t-shirts. It has all of my stand-up merch and all of my CDs and DVDs. So, that's what you know about websites. There's an opportunity because uh, we're in the new year here that you can donate to the Dork Forest. I don't have a Patreon. I don't have uh, anything really set up, though I understand you can set up on PayPal a monthly if you wanted to. Uh, you could donate and uh, be of uh, to support the show. This is the 17th season, the 17th year I've been putting this stuff out. It's free, but if you have money and would like to throw me some money, boy, howdy. Uh, uh, there's a PayPal. The, uh, there is at my webs at my email address, actually, Jackie at JackieCation.com, which you can also email me and tell me how much you're enjoying the show. You can also do Venmo if you'd like, which is just Jackie Cation, no hyphen, all one word, picture of this, this person, me. And then um, I think that's it. I think I have Zell, but it's too complicated. Other than that, let's do the credits. Patrick Brady, still in, fixing the audio all these years later. Give it up to Patrick Brady. That's what a lot of your donations support, by the way, because I like to uh, share the wealth. And then um, Bill Mose, he does the websites. And Mike Rickberg wrote and sang that song composed and sang that song with his wife now, Sarah. And uh, at the end, he sings uh, the Mexican hat dance, which is always fun. Anyway, I'm sure there's more to it. There's a band camp that has a bunch. It has like a, a, a stand-up storytelling album that was never released. It's uh, There's also a, a bunch of live episodes that many of them are free. There were 200 episodes that were not pre-recorded, and I sort of culled through those, and I pulled like 17 of the best ones. There's an album collection of that, 17 Hours of Dork Forest. If you run through all of the episodes, go to bandcamp.com, Dork Forest, or Google those words and you'll find it. Anyway, there's probably more. I can't remember any of it, but you're doing great. Feel free to enjoy the show. Hi, Jackie Cation here. That's right. It's 2.34 p.m. in my garage on a Tuesday. Welcome to the program, Floyd. How's it going? Floyd Jones, oh, ladies so and gentlemen. Good. Oh, thank you. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Floyd Jones, stand-up comic. Traverse City, is that where we met? Yes, yes, Traverse I'm, City. I'm wearing the Traverse City uh, sweatshirt that I uh, strong-armed out of them. Good for nice. me. Nice work, right? It's uh, So you're at Floyd Jones Comedy on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, but you're also at Floyd's Garage on Instagram and YouTube, and mm-hmm. um, you're you're a great comic. It's all working out for us. Uh, stand-up oh, comedy with you. the but it yeah well yeah. played uh <laughs> your dorkdom though i was given many instruments and the words comic books what mm-hmm. do you uh what do you want what do you want to i have friends who have both xylophones and accordions nice um yeah i i got so i have weird um <laughs> how i got instrument stories okay because 
because at one point during like um the pandemic i i had a friend who was staying with a friend and she was like could you go get my taxes from his house and i was like yeah yeah no problem because he lived right down the street from me and i went over to get the the, the paperwork and he just had fully lost it within a matter of the 10 minutes it took me to walk to his house uh he's a, he's a wild guy you know he's the first person i knew with an acoustic uh guitar and, and I, yes an acoustic guitar yeah. okay he's a very hippie hippie oh gro- uh, very groovy dude all right yeah very good first person i ever saw read all the time in like 2004 you know it was just going out of style yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he he held he held on to the book good for him yeah, and uh so you went over to his house to pick up his taxes <laughs> no no i went over to pick up my friend's taxes because she had moved out oh okay so she so, had stuff yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So she was like, oh, do me this favor. And I was like, oh, yeah, no problem. So I go over there, and he's like, ah, he's kind of wasted. He's like, I don't even know what I did with him. And I was like, okay, that's great. But he goes, you want this trumpet? And I was oh. like, what do, you, what do you mean? And he's like, somebody brought over this trumpet. I don't know who. It doesn't work. It doesn't so work. Was, it doesn't <laughs> work. So I was like, awesome. That's nothing's terrible about this setup at all <laughs> and and it's in the little case mm-hmm. so i just grab the case don't grab her paperwork uh, i was gonna say <laughs> did she ever get her taxes i don't think she ever did oh, i'm not gonna lie to you i don't think she ever got her taxes i don't think she should have trusted either of you guys with her taxes i think she should have hey. gone herself and face down the dragon maybe she could have no. got a free trumpet out of it <laughs> that's that's why i'm glad i took the trip can you imagine she's just a famous trumpeteer now and i just missed out but yeah i like the idea of her being a trumpeteer absolutely i think hey anybody anybody should be playing music at all times i i fully condone musical activities do you play the trumpet now Mm -hmm. had you ever played the trumpet previously no i tried to put like make sound come through one at a garage like a jam session once and failed well that's because you have to learn the embouchure you can't just walk into a, I mean, you can, I saw the music band. I know that we're all supposed yeah. to learn how to learn or play our own instruments using the think system. But, uh, so that's how you got the trumpet. Yeah. The, well, the funny part is he, he was like, Oh, it's broke. We can't get any proper sound to come out of it. And I'm walking home and some guy sees me from his porch and he's like, uh, Hey, is that a trumpet in that case? And I was like, what? Yeah, why? And he and he gets off you, his porch, fully shirtless. He's a fully shirtless man. It's like August of 2020. And you let him weird. put his mouth on the trumpet that you were just given. I hadn't even put. I I contemplated <laughs> not putting my mouth on it ever. Right. After this because I hadn't even tried. <laughs> yeah. And I crack open this case. He puts his cigarette just on the ground. <laughs> right, it's, it's, very Michigan thing to do. Just no matter what weather, just put the cigarette on the ground, and he fixed it. It was they, there's three valves you unscrew, yeah, and they were in the wrong. Valve. Oh, they were just oh, whoever yes. had put whoever had last cleaned it put the wrong valves back in the wrong because I used to play the trumpet and I oh uh, nice yeah not well uh, <laughs> it was high school I I yeah. but uh yeah yeah there are definitely. 
They each go in a, in a different... Yeah, like little weird little... Yeah, the holes have to... paintings. Yeah, yeah, they're down at angles and everything. Yeah, the holes yeah, got to line he, up. Yeah. And he explained that to me. He was like, oh, there's holes inside of here that catch all this. And he was... Because he, he went... And nothing happened. And he goes, I think it's your valves. Yeah. And I was like, sir, I don't know what you're talking about. Please just <laughs> take it from here. And sure enough, he fixed it. That is amazing. And picks up his cigarette and he goes, have a good one, man. That I feel like this is a story that should take place where you're just walking through like a senior center. Uh, Like I I want that to just be like one of those planned golf communities where you're just, but it's just random, like guys without, like a very Michigan kind of Wisconsin. Yeah, Yeah, he had a mullet. Right, you're just walking and a cigarette. And it was what, 2004? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would, yeah, it was great. No, like I said, this was 2020. I just got this trumpet oh. as a grown man. Right. Because I've been a drummer for years and okay. guitar and all that. Okay, so you have <laughs> other instruments that you are good at. <laughs> I haven't even seen, yeah, yeah. Uh, I started recording music at a young age because I met a guy who sold me like a four track recorder. And I took a American Idol karaoke microphone. Oh my god! I'm so I, glad he didn't give you a BB gun. You would be yeah, like a yeah, sniper. It's well, like you know, it's, it's it's whatever you hand somebody, you guys. If you're gonna hand a young person something, try to make it a paintbrush or I don't know a typewriter. Something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just try. I well, that's the beauty of playing like drums or even trumpet. You'll never break a trumpet. You can hand a kid a trumpet, and it's gonna live through the apocalypse. Like I, uh, I, I was, I broke a, a trumpet. Uh, <laughs> if you drop a trumpet, you could crush yeah. the bell, and uh, then that trumpet will never sound the same again. Even if you get that bell hammered out, that's really? not gonna. I, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that, but I ended up giving that trumpet away because I kind of fell in love with it, and I was like, I'm gonna buy a proper trumpet that wasn't mistakenly given to me instead of taxes (laughs) (laughs) yeah and how did uh what do you what kind of trumpet do you have now there used to be uh, i used to know the names of fancy trumpets um Mm. that one wasn't i want to say it was an armstrong or an oldsman okay yeah it was a strange one yeah it was uh yeah the there's a lot of off brands with with instruments because you know you buy them for your your kids, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. it's like this is gonna have an 11 year old or a 10 year old, <laughs> and they don't need a you know a Frank Balistrieri. That's not the name of a guy uh, who makes trumpets. That's a, that's the name of a mob guy from Milwaukee. <laughs> so, uh, but the uh, uh, the but it was Italian. <laughs> I remember yeah. there being Italian trumpets for some reason. So, do you play the trumpet currently? I I don't play it a lot. It's one of those things that I'll I'll like listen to Fela Kuti and I'll just play the trumpet, or I'll listen to like a jazz band with less like heavily piano and bass, something that's not trumpet, and I'll just jam to it in the background. So you'll sort of play along with the radio. Mm-hmm, but not, but not the radio, because I'm 100 years old. But like you'll play along with like whatever, because that's what my sister does. My sister plays along with the with the radio. Yeah, yeah and, so fun. Uh, yeah, that's what she says. Interesting. So uh, you also have a xylophone? 
Yes. Um, my buddy kind of forcefully sold me a xylophone one day. Oh. He was like, I'm I'm short on rent, man. You should buy this xylophone. You're like, where, like did, where did you get this xylophone, my friend? I, I didn't question it. He was in a <laughs> tough place and I bought it. I, sure. I understand it. I love sure. Frank Zappa. I love uh, uh, Cheryl Underwood. Okay. She was a, yeah, she was an amazing xylophonist. Cheryl Underwood, the comic? No, no. Uh, wait, let me make sure I'm even getting her name right. Because it was in Frank Zappa's band. There was a okay. married couple. They were the okay. Underhills. And Ian Underhill played saxophone. Right. And he was, like, amazing. And then his wife played xylophone in Frank Zappa's band. You're Googling it, aren't you? I am Googling <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm trying to. I think I put her name in here. Wait, wait. Ruth Underwood, sorry. There we go. Yeah. Ruth Underwood. Cheryl Underwood, uh, I believe, is yes, <laughs> is the comedian. That's, that's why. I'm sorry. I'm trying not she, to think of comedy. I met her one time in 1996, and uh, nice. she brought her, she did a, a, a very, what, what ended up being kind of a signature bit where she brought her mm-hmm. purse on stage, and she said she didn't trust white people. And uh, I was like, well, none of us trust anybody when you have to leave a purse somewhere. I've been yeah, robbed. She's hilarious. She is. She, <laughs> she is hilarious. She's she is hilarious and very successful, though. It's all worked out for her. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope she's also very happy. Now, yeah. uh, so xylophone, different than marimba. I got, I got the xylophone and the marimba mixed up in my head. Marimba's wooden. The little xylophone piano. No, no. What you're talking about? No, a, a, a marimba is uh, sort of. Uh, it's like it look kind of looks like an upside down organ. But you were so, saying it's a wooden. Xylophone. But it's it, yeah, it's got it's yeah, it's and then you play with the two sticks mm-hmm. on the on the big wooden, and it rolls like it's huge. It's like two or three octaves, and I was and I was going to ask you how big your apartment was. Uh, so, but a xylophone. <laughs> How many, is it just a full sort of piano octave? Is it just sort of one or two octaves? I think it is. I think it might be two octaves. Nice. Because if you look at a xylophone, people don't understand this, it's kind of funny. Everything is shaped out like pianos. Like It's like you took the piano keys, you just move the black keys behind the white keys. Because if you look at a xylophone, you can see there's like in the three metal, there's this two metal in between for the sharps. Yeah. And then there's the phone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I've got that. Check out the YouTube. I'm holding my phone up to the camera. Who doesn't so want like, to see yeah, that? Two yeah. octaves. Yeah. So that looks like two octaves. That looks like. And those are all the sharps and flats, essentially. Yep. The, yep. The, the ones that the are in the back keys. row. Yeah. yeah. The, the two and then the three, the two and then the three. Ah. Oh, interesting. All right. Yeah. Nice. And uh, and so. um. All right. So I was like, we're going to run through instruments, you guys. This has been, 2023 has been a year of dork forests where people talk about instruments. It all started with a guy who loved his trombone a great deal and Ooh. and then got into fixing brass instruments in Chicago. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. So uh, he sort of apprenticed out to fix um, instruments. And now I think he... I don't know where I, he might live in Washington state. So many dorkdoms. So, so no. little time. And it's I was all just in Chicago. Yeah. I uh, bet. At the green mill bar, the, the oh, jazz yeah. club. Yeah. They have a stand up show on Sundays, I think. Right. Uh, or were they, you playing music? They, I, 
No, no. I actually, I actually did a mic where there was a little band and a VFW hall, and I was like, "Hey, man, you gotta let me rip those drums later." And at one point, the guy was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go use the bathroom. Let's see what you got." And they let me sit there for like 30 minutes just playing because I was so just with the band. Because yeah. oh, Skippy Rose has a friend out there, so we made a road trip. Skippy Rose, comedy. she yeah. loves the circus. I know. Uh, she she <laughs> dorked out about the circus. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I have gotten so many uh, Dork Forest uh, episodes out of this trip to Traverse City. I can't exp- express to you. Uh, everybody's awesome. like, I want to come on and talk about the thing I love. So, so what is the xylophone portable? Like, could you oh, yeah. carry it to tiny? Like a, and yeah. it's got wheels. But the funny thing is, it's not like balanced suitcase wheels. Oh. It's like I can't stand it up because it constantly falls over. Okay, it's, but it... I can pick it up and be holding it by the handle and roll it. Oh, like oh, it's more like a rolling. <laughs> it's yeah, more but like... it won't stand. They but it won't it stand by itself, but you can travel stands. with it. Sure. Yep. And so if you want to play it, do you put it on top of like, you can't put it a on a table, stand. a keyboard stand. Because there has to be room underneath it, right? So it can, so the, the things can resonate. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I okay. recorded it. I, I, I have an accordion and I unfortunately live with somebody. So like, I it would never, he'll like go on a road trip or something. I'm like, this is going to be a weird four days where I just, my neighbors are like, what's happening? It sounds like a, a <laughs> band is in my basement, but nobody's one at a time at the same time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, okay, Phil, not you with the accordion. And the guy's, you know, it's funny about the accordion. The accordion, I am from Wisconsin, which is known as a traditionally uh, a strong accordion center. There's a lot of things oh. happening accordion wise. You could go uh, to any number of just goodwills and get yourself an accordion what? in Wisconsin. Yeah. Here in Los Angeles, I had a friend. Okay, going to digress. Uh, my friend, Maureen Fitzpatrick, she's from Iowa. I worked with her in Minneapolis at a hippie t-shirt and poster shop called Northern Sun Merchandising. And uh, she, a very interesting woman, uh, lived on a boat on the Mississippi for like three years, four years, uh, with a wood stove in Minneapolis. That didn't seem like her finest hour, Uh, but uh, it was super cold. And we all worked at the hippie uh, t-shirt shop. And then she fell in love with a guy from Poland. When uh, this is back in the day when the UK was in Brexit and Polish people were allowed to come to the UK. And so Poland, part of the UK, part of the, part of the EU, um, they moved to Ireland and they were doing busking where they both played the accordion. So they were playing on the streets all over Europe. Uh, here's the thing about Bigos. Bigos, piece of work. Here's uh, as you can imagine, an accordion player. It's either you got a heart of gold or you're a little dodgy. And uh, and in the case of Bigos, he could cr- he could do amazing things because he grew up in uh, like behind the Iron Curtain days yeah. of the Soviet Union in Poland. So he could build like a moped out of duct tape and, you know, a, a radiator. Right. Oh, like yeah. he like he could just make anything out of anything because He's like I learned how to make things from hope. 
And you're right. Like, okay. Right. <laughs> just conjures things. Just, right. Right. We're gonna we're gonna feed this potatoes and we're gonna travel the world. And yeah. um, so, but he was also uh, a hell of an accordion player. And so they came here to uh, Los Angeles, and they were like, "These are nice accordions at, at the uh, antique stores here." But they're super expensive. So we may go to Wisconsin, raid all of the Goodwills and uh, antique stores in rural Wisconsin, and then bring them here and sell them. And I was like, that does sound like a money-making endeavor. But like most of Bigos' plans, uh, half of that happened. He kept them. No, he just kept them. Well, and that's the other thing is he, he, he was telling me he wanted to, I had a clarinet from when I was a kid. And I, uh, Maureen was like, Bigos would love to borrow that. And I was like, okay, sure. I never play it. And so they borrowed it. He sent it to Poland to his grandfather. Uh, essentially okay. I gave him, uh, my, uh, clarinet, which I never played, but, uh, feel free to ask. Well, thank Bigos. you. Nothing. I got no, I got nothing. The nerve of this guy right now. Yeah. To this yeah. day, <laughs> to this day. He had the, and he loved jazz. I do remember that. He wasn't the greatest uh, influence on Maureen Fitzpatrick. He encouraged her to shoplift and okay. uh, and walk yeah, out on jazzy. his bills. Yeah, very jazzy. That's, that's, a little too much. Little once s- you said he loved jazz, I was like, this could go a lot of ways. Yeah, this could, again, could be a heart of gold. Could be not. Could, could yeah. this? He could be Ray Charles counting $1 bills with his thumbs. <laughs> or and being like, whoa, with the wrist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, well, yeah. you know what's funny about him doing that—that that going to the store and buying the these or the cheap accordions. Yeah, I'll do a quick segue to comics. I did that because when Dollar Tree first started opening, for some reason in their book section there was like a giant load of like '90s and '80s comic books for one dollar. Okay. I noticed this, and I was like, ooh. And I bought like sixty dollars worth of comic books right. from three different Dollar Trees in one day. Yeah, it's like, oh, somebody else is gonna catch on, and I gotta like beat them to it today. Right. Uh, so that was funny. You said that about the accordion. And, and did you end up reselling them on the uh, on the eBay, or are they just taking up space? They're okay. So. I don't talk about my comic books like that. That hurt me a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> no, I, I, I love it. I found some wild stuff. I found one that was like in 3D. Is that yeah. your comic collection? This is uh, this is where the filing system happens. Oh. So these are sep- these are separated into uh, oh companies. I'm so sorry, they're 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 taped. The, uh, okay. the how they're labeled on every so. This is a short, like that 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 empty one that just has a white sheet of paper says yeah. short short box number forty. Okay. <laughs> gods and tulips. I don't even I don't even know what that means. Gods and yeah, tulips. Yeah, they sound like rap albums. Right. Like, <laughs> gods uh, short box short box number twenty nine. Lock and key to to lumberjanes. I think it means. Uh, L to L. Like, I think it's L-O, lock and key, to Lumberjanes, L-U. Uh, Lumberjanes okay. was very funny. It was very much like the D&D uh, movie that, that I just went and saw. Oh, uh, awesome. So, I'm about to go see that. Yeah. Oh, super fun. I mean, not, you know, it and weirdly amazing cast. Like, Chris Pine and and uh, um, the woman from The Fast and the Furious and... 
yeah. that guy, uh, Hugh, Hugh, uh, Hugh Grant, for oh, weddings nice. at a funeral. He plays one of the bad guys. And then the woman who plays the super bad guy, she's famous. I can't remember who she is. And it's, oh, and Bradley Cooper has like a weird cameo in it. He's so funny. And so That's it's just so weird. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, Cassie. Yeah, I'm going to see that with a couple of friends for sure. That's the way to go. You got to go with with friends. You got to go. I, I wanted to see it with a lot of children, like teenagers, because it would be more fun than, than no, not. No, no, no. They don't even know what they're looking at. Like, <laughs> kids nowadays, if you were like, oh, have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? They'd be like, did they make a Game of Thrones video game? Like, it's- no. There's Dungeons and Dragons. First of all, is available as a video game, so they do know what it is. And thirteen year old nerds will always be thirteen year old nerds uh, to true. some That's... extent. I many of the people that I game with actually didn't have anyone to play with when they were thirteen, so just swallowed the books, like read all of the charts and the graphs, and they made characters and they had no one to play with. Talk about bursting into tears. You're just like, and they're like, don't be sad. I loved it. And I was like, okay, then I will not be sad. I will be yeah. happy. No, you, almost all my friends play D&D. Or some uh, sort of tabletop. I mean, like, yeah, I, the, the guy I live with, sometimes sometimes I'll just walk in the house and there's just a slew of people I've never seen in my life just in the living room. And they all look at me like. <laughs> because they're deep in a D&D game. Yep. And I'm just like, hey, you guys live your lives. I'm, I might play accordion downstairs. Sorry right. if it gets weirder. <laughs> I, it's, I'm going to make it weirder by playing the yeah. xylophone now. <laughs> it's not a marimba. It sounds like a marimba, but I promise it's not a marimba. It's a little tinnier. It's a little higher tones because yeah, yeah. of the metal versus the wood. Um, so you also have a violin. We can, we can hit these I, yeah, comic books because we're only like 25 minutes into this episode. <laughs> no, I the funny thing is I got a violin because a lot of times I get instruments because people see me and they go, oh, you like instruments more than me. Like I was at a friend's house and he's got a studio set up in his basement. So we'll play like guitars and like he's got an acoustic bass and a keyboard and he'll do beats and all that like full production. Mm-hmm. So we're over there just hanging out uh, on April 20th. No correlation. And then. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Is that 420? Was, that's 420. Yeah, that's 420. Hi, that's I just 420. got it. You should have Kids seen me counting. Me. You should have seen me counting uh, months on my fingers. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we need the D&D kids over here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> Completely. <laughs> no. And he, he just had this violin just sitting next to him. And I was like. What's up with the violin, man? He was like, I buy things at auctions. Don't even know why I bought it. And he just looks at me and goes, you want it? And I was like, absolutely. Well, how much? And he was like, 40 bucks. <laughs> Gave him 40 bucks and I walked out of there with a violin. Yeah. I can't resist. I, 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 love this, I love this use of your disposable income. You're just like, yeah, I'm going yeah. to have instruments. It's going to be... And are they all sort of displayed at the house, or are they just in cases? Yeah, if it wasn't such a mess behind you would show right here, I've got like 20 guitars lined up behind my couch. Okay. So when I watch things and put my hands back, I'll, sometimes I'll knock a guitar over. And like, Yikes. Like acoustic and bass guitars, I have 
one, two, three, four, five, five bass guitars in the 20 guard guitar collection. Wow. All right. Yeah. So that's, that's where you could have bought land. Uh, Uh, I mean, land, you know, what's funny about instruments, nobody just takes it from you because nobody knows how to use it and it feels disrespectful. Right, I they're can just like take they... your land and be like, "I'm going to use this now." Okay, <laughs> right. You know what? That's an excellent idea. Except for you don't think that so you don't think people would steal instruments, but for some reason they'll steal bikes. And because yeah, I always, cause... I always think that I mean they can. They everybody knows how to ride a bike. I guess. <laughs> See, it's, it's, if you don't know how to use it, you kind of approach it with like a like you're almost uncomfortable about it <laughs> like a rubik's cube nobody steals a rubik's cube no i'm not like, gonna steal a headache yeah that's it sounds like <laughs> exactly. nope. yeah i don't know how people steal babies it's crazy <laughs> like, oh, i don't know how to raise this thing right right this seems hit and miss trial and error yeah. um yeah so but so you can you play the violin now no no, no, that was one that I, I picked up, I started fiddling with, and mm-hmm. I was like, no, this is going to be an instrument. I have a real violinist come over and play. Yeah. And yeah, but... Uh, or at least you know. show you how to do it, because it's... Um, I I played the viola for a short-lived time when I was eight years old, and it was a pain in the neck, and I quit. Yeah. My sister was playing the violin. I've told this story before, especially this year. A lot of <laughs> instrument episodes, you guys. Uh, the Because uh, my sister was on. She was talking about the violin and the viola and instruments and how much she likes a chamber orchestra and a symphony That's orchestra. Awesome. She loves to go see orchestras uh, just because they make her happy. And um, Yeah, it's a lot of people, a lot of moving parts in a in a symphony orchestra. So many people. I do like a quartet. Did you ever see a same? Yeah, I'm a jazz guy. I love like I've got an album where it's two quartets playing facing each other. It's called Free Jazz by Ornette Coleman. Okay, and it's literally they recorded it on a double sided microphone. Okay. In like 1960 something. And it's, uh, it might even be, I think it's like 58, 1958. And the album was like a, a big, like, like stand against the man album. Cause they were like, oh, they want us to play this perfectly practice, like clean jazz. They were like, what if we at the same exact time have two quartets facing each other and we just play chaos? And the album is wild. It's called Free Jazz by who? Free Jazz by Ornette Coleman. And literally, if you listen to it, one side of your headphones is one quartet and the other side is the other quartet. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I played it once to get people to leave my house. They were they were being drunken idiots, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is what we're gonna do." And I turned it on, and they and they were like, "What?" And <laughs> they, I threw they fled. Like, the remote. Yeah, they yeah. were like, "We're gonna get out of here. This feels tense." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that uh, that feels that feels super busy, like a dueling piano kind of jazz quartet kind of. I have a yeah. uh, actually did an episode about dueling pianos. I think that was over a year ago with my friend Martha Bowles. And uh, she plays in a dueling piano duo. 
and I learned that dueling pianos aren't dueling. They're duetting. This really they feels are. like this was a duet, a, a duel. A duel. Jazz. It, it, it feels, you know, it's fun. If you do it on headphones, though, you can just pull one of the headphones off and you're just listening to that quartet kind of play sporadic jazz. Yeah. And then you vice versa. When you put them on at the same time, it's crazy to think of how they were still so in tune with what they were doing because it does feel like two different sides right and they were in the same room oh yeah yeah 100 when they literally playing. literally a trumpeter staring a at each other staring at each other yeah <laughs> because this microphone is perfectly dual-sided huh yeah. uh yeah i don't ever want to hear that and yet <laughs> i kind of want to hear it uh but it would make me flee a, a party it really yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish uh, I, I I wish you the, with the all the luck with the violin. I hope you learn how to play it. Can you play the saxophone? I've, I've made noise come from a violin softly, sure. Like, but it's it's something I just again. It's my whole nobody steals something they can't play. Like I feel bad being like. It's like uh, I should. I'm going to come back to this when I've got more oomph. The only the 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 best thing that could ever be said about my parents, and many nice things could be said, but the best thing was that they encouraged us to learn instruments, and one of those instruments was a violin, because there's nice. nothing more painful than an eight year old with a violin for the first year and a half of of oh, of their life. You've it's never just, bought an eight year old drums. Oh my gosh! Right, they did not. They did not encourage drums. I will say because yeah. because I my my grandpa bought me in. You were talking about the off brands. Mm -hmm. My grandpa bought me an off brand guitar when I was like twelve or thirteen because I liked Slash from Guns N' Roses. And okay, I was like I want this, and he took me to a store where they had a cheaper version of that exact they guitar. Did, right, <laughs> right. they like had that, the but Sunburst. we're not getting that. We're gonna get you this other one because it's a hundred dollars less or eighty dollars. He, he, I mean, uh, no, it's like hundreds of dollars oh, for a hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. My grandpa bought me a guitar and a tiny little amp. Uh, oh, that's a, a very amp. nice. That's a very nice gift for a twelve-year-old. There's no yeah, reason oh, yeah. to get a twelve-year-old. How much is a real guitar and amp? <sighs> Of that kind? I mean, if I would have bought that, yeah. the cheapest version of the guitar, the Gibson Les Paul, is $600. Yeah, there's not a 12-year-old in the world that deserves a, a $600 no, gift. And, I don't care if you're a, a billionaire. Yeah. He had a lot of time to make up for, because I had like, <laughs> never met my grandpa, and he oh. just popped back up in Detroit one day and was like, hey, let's hang out. <laughs> He's a real jazz-sounding man. Okay. And he, but he, to make up for it, he, he, he also he gave did me try an to Atari. buy things. Oh, did he? He gave me an Atari, and I was like, I don't know if you know what year it is, but it's definitely 2003. Like, uh -oh. that is <laughs> yeah. late for an Atari. That is real late. Very late, but I did play Pac Man and Super Game Breaker every mm -hmm. time I went to his house. I just got there could. for a while. Yeah. Well, the thing Sweet. is, is that's the thing about games. Is that if they're the only game you got, they're the game you play. <laughs> I mean, so. Pac-Man's so timeless, though. It and holds I used to up. Play it. My dad used to have the arcade version of Pac-Man in his basement. He had ar arcade Pac-Man, Defender, and a pool table. Pac-Man or Ms. Pac-Man? Because Ms. Pac-Man, of course, better than regular Pac-Man. 
No, my dad was super sexist. It was, uh, it was, it was the right <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you didn't but have no. time for this this liberated Pac-Man, Miz. He goes, ah, it's Pac-Man, not Pac-Woman. And I'm like, okay, whatever, Dad. Yeah, that's the going to die on. Yeah, exactly. Seems like a weird hill. You go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we got one more instrument. And then we're going to have to switch over. We're going to have to do a lateral move unless you got a favorite. No, that's cool. Yeah, let's do it. Saxophones? Wait, unless I got a favorite what? Well, well, let's let's do saxophone, and then I'll ask you about. Okay. Eh? I'll ask you that okay, next. Yeah. I'm a professional interviewer <laughs> 17 know. years I, later. I'm sorry. I was like, oh, no, what's behind door number two? <laughs> <laughs> Jump of the gun. So Jump of the gun. No, uh, okay, so I'll give you the, the quick, hilarious story on how I got a bass. Take I, your time. I don't know because drums is my true love. That's what okay. you'll love. But um, drum recording kit? music, record. Oh yeah, yeah, drum kit. Okay, with that, with I, the symbols and the oh, and the thump every, thump on the foot. You got the, the foot thump thump, thump thump. I got two <laughs> foot thump thumps. I go. Okay. I do. I hop for teacher all the time. Just <laughs> uh, but I remember one time I went to a buddy's house, and it was just we went to a party. And then I was like, oh, you live close. You care if I just crash on your floor? And I literally slept on a wooden floor. When you're 18, you can do these things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sleep yeah. on a wooden floor like it's nothing. Your back is more malleable. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My back was more of a marimba back then. It's a xylophone now. Yeah. But, uh, and, and I woke up and I remember looking like I was just facing his closet. And there was just clothes draped over a bass guitar and i was like hey man are you using that and he was like <laughs> nah somebody sold it to me for like like a like brand new this is like a 700 hundred dollar bass guitar he goes somebody sold it to me for like 50 bucks because i was supposed to join a punk band and then i was like I'll buy that's it off just, of you today. That's just drug abuse. Somebody needed fifty bucks. I know. Look, yeah. that's what you think, and unfortunately, uh, it that was just I'm not the guy wrong. Who got a great I, deal. Yeah, he's just got, <laughs> he's got a he's got the greatest deal. And uh, I was like, I'll give you two hundred and fifty because I know you smoke yeah. pot and you've got the drug use, so you need the money now. <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> And I bought it's a fretless jazz bass like Jaco Pistorius from Weather Report. And that do, uh, that does sound impressive. Oh, I'm gonna so I'm jazzy. gonna mark I'm gonna mark this point in the in the show because uh, people are gonna want to go to this time code and because they'll know what that is. It's why Fender fretless jazz bass because it's got no metal frets, so you can just slide down the whole like the wooden neck of it without ever like callousing your fingers from the metal. It's like little speed bumps. Yeah. So that's what the, are the frets there to help you know where the fingerings are or the frets? Okay. So if you you, have to play it different, you have to play it on the line where the metal is because when you push down your finger anywhere in the little area between the frets, it'll push down to the next fret. So you oh, don't have so to Oh, so it'll be, be off. But I had to turn my finger into the fret. Yeah. So I have to put my finger right where the fret sits and that was kind of an adjustment. Right, cuz then you just have to know where on the on the on the string that note is as opposed to using the frets to guide you to where that note is. But it's cool cuz now I have more notes 
because there's no metal dictating like all of this space yeah. would be this one note. Yep. But on a fretless, everything is a note. Everything's Since you available. Become the fret. Yeah. yeah. So do you get to um have you ever taken the frets off of a, a guitar or are they sort of soldered on or sort of no, like I've played it though. Uh, my buddy, I actually have one of the 20 guitars that's here right now. It's because I was at somebody's house and he was like, hey, Potter left this over here years ago. He was like, I know you see him more. You want to take it. So I took it and then I told him I have it and he hasn't picked it up for the past year. <laughs> right. So you may have it as well. I may have it. He, an, or he might just be storing it at different people's houses that one day eventually he'll want it back. No, he fully gave me a drum set that I like to, to bring it to the drums. Because uh, I started playing drums when I was like 13 because okay. I just stopped eating lunch so I could save money to buy a drum set. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. And my birthday hit, and I was like, hey, mom, I have this 200 bucks. Don't ask how I got it. I was selling drugs. <laughs> I'm Look slightly. <laughs> yeah. And and she was like, okay. And I was like, will you match me 200 bucks, and I can buy a drum set? And she was oh. like, I don't know if you're going to find a $400 drum set, but we found Does one. Does your mom play instruments? Did she know about no. music? No, oh, no, she's not in music. But, she just loves her gospel. All right. Well, I would have thought that I would have thought that uh, that 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 you could get a, a really nice drum set for four hundred dollars. Even though, no, the worst drums. It was my grandpa's guitar in drum form. Okay. <laughs> was, so yeah. you got you got the ra- the round bass, the foot bass one. You got a <laughs> snare, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got what probably are not called timpani drums. What are the nope, what are the little toms? Toms. Okay. And um how many do you get with a drum set initially? Like what's well, the with like the drum for four hundred dollar drum set, how many toms do you get? Because for sure you're gonna get the bass and you're gonna get the snare and you're probably oh, I, gonna get a hi hat, right? Or you're gonna get a cymbal. I got the full skidoo. But everything was garbage. Like right, I got, just the tone uh, wasn't amazing. Yeah, and like the symbol. I mean, but I had to learn on it. So I remember playing it on, and it sound. You know, when something sounds different because you're so excited about it, and then years later after you play it, you find that original symbol. You go, "Oh my god, I want to, I want to throw this up there." And then you hit it, you go, "Oh god, I can't, I can't believe I All ever right. played this." Right. Well, because you get better, you know, I mean, I, you know, you look at early stand up and you go, oh, well, that was an unfortunate uh, choice <laughs> that I wrote a joke about that. Why don't I leave the yeah. handicapped alone yeah, or whatever? Yeah. Right. And uh, <laughs> so that's the uh, that's the drum equipment. That's the stand up equivalent to your drum set. Oh, that whoa, doesn't whoa. sound right. But, but stand up <laughs> style, you can get a ghost rider with a drum set. Because the drum set is just the shells. Yeah. So you always replace the things you hit, the skins, mm-hmm. and you always replace your cymbals. So I started So you could keep people. the frames? You, you could, could keep, keep the, the frames. The frames are usually are the expensive part. Okay. So Because usually you just buy the frames for $400. No seat to sit on, 
no hi-hat stand, no thump thump, no, no right, not the foot that not the foot thing that has the nothing will come with it. You'll just get the shells and the hardware to put drum heads on it. But I bought okay. one that was completely assembled and they were like, boom, here you go, just throw it in your car. So what are drum heads made of? This is this is actually like, here's 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 what I like to know at forty two minutes the real <laughs> dorkdom we could have been talking about drums the whole time, I so mean, I, but you can't I can't I can't start that heavy drums are so wild <laughs> plus uh, but because hey, I have some cool connections with drums like right now the drum set I play like when I first started playing drums I got those crappy drums and my mom was like I don't want to hear this. So, like, if I'm home, <laughs> and she was home every day when I got home from school. So, right. I had to, like, wait for her to go somewhere to be like, really fast. Right, because there's no, there's no way to quietly practice the drums. Zero quiet wait, drums. What about what about those pads? Drum- I knew you'd bring it up. I own them. They're trash. Okay, it doesn't do anything just, for you? Drums okay. just break through it. But, uh. So I actually, so I had my drums, and I we had a garage at the time at my old house, and I cleaned out the entire garage. Like, there was a giant thing of, like, oil in the middle of the garage, and my mom was like, this is gross. I don't want to deal with it. A biker used to own it. She's like, I don't even want to look at the pictures. There's too many skulls. <laughs> and I one day I was like, I need to play these drums. So I cleaned out my entire garage, put kitty litter all over the oil. That's necessity. It. That's yeah, it. Yeah, and I and I turned it into what would be like a recording studio for me till I was like nineteen or twenty years old. Okay, so for like six, five or six years, six years, yeah, you got to play in the garage and and get better. So when you reskin, I know that. Uh, there's the, the spinny things. They're like w- widgets or I don't know what they're called. But uh, oh, just the uh, you're talking about just the screws, the screws that hold that tighten the the drum skin. Because mm-hmm. they all got rims. Because they all have they rims. rims on them, yeah. And so you you essentially is it kind of like a oh, was it like cross stitch or something like that where there's essentially a uh, there's a circle. And mm-hmm. then there's a the rim that goes on top of it, and you put the the skin in between them, and then you tighten it down. Is that what you do? You the the way the skin is made, the skin is made like a plate with a with a curved edge. Okay, so it sits perfectly on the drum, and then the the rim just tightens it to where so- it has a certain tone. It also just sits there, and then you just t- tighten it to change yeah, the the, the tension. In. Yeah, because they're all specific sizes, just like rappers with their rims. Drummers are very precise about our rims. Okay, they might but, not be twenty two inches, but uh, is are you talking about car rims? Is well, are you talking I'm about saying, wheels? You know, <laughs> hey, well, that's why I'm saying that's as close as a drummer gets to being a rapper. Okay. The rims on my drums, <laughs> uh, but right because you can buy different size drums. I did become like a drum addict, and at one point I had like a Neil Pert esque, like oh I should have eight toms. I was like I should have the little roto toms. I had the little Jamaican sounded like 
I I still have them, obviously. Right. But I have three of those. Okay. And then I had two toms, and then I had a floor tom and two snare drums. Just okay. Unnecessary. Right, because one snare, because snares are set at the same tone. I had I had a high snare and I had a lower rock snare. So sometimes okay. I'd go ta 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 ta, and I'd be hitting them both and creating this wild sound that was again unnecessary and took up too much room (laughs) (laughs) and yet was a joy to behold you thoroughly enjoyed it yeah oh i i absolutely loved it but now i have a completely gifted drum set because my one buddy when i when i bought my drums i started hanging out with musicians okay and sometimes they'd let me play they were like yeah let's see what this kid's got and I, I remember my buddy had this really nice pearl drum set, which is an expensive, amazing drum set. What's, is it the pearl color or is it actually no, made? It's it, not made of pearls. Ironically, ironically, it is pearl white. It is okay. pearl white. And Why is it so called? Oh, pearl? Yeah. It's, I don't know this. Or is that the brand the best name? Of the best. It's okay. the brand name. Yep. Oh, fair enough. And then, yeah. and so, and those are, and if you get a pearl, uh, a pearl set, that's the frames that you're buying, right? You're buying the pearl oh, yeah. set yep. frames, and then you're going out. What are the what are the skins made out of? Are they made out of just regular cloth or plastic? I think it's usually, just like usually a plastic, like yeah. sheet, sheets of plastic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a real thin, or you can buy thicker plastic. You can buy so many different weird drum skins. My buddy's actually like a real rock star. He's the drummer of Black Dahlia Murder. Shout out Alan Cassidy. He's been amazing. All right. He has sponsors, so he'll break his cymbals and he'll like sell half of them to his fans. And then he'll give me cymbals to throw on my drum set. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it's, so I'm forever thankful for that. But uh, my buddy, we used to play drums. I used to play drums at his house. When we were like 13 and same guy who owns the guitar that's missing the frets. Yeah. Buddy Potter. His name is Danny Potter. His name isn't Harry Potter. I know you guys are thinking <laughs> it. I don't know Harry Potter. My life's wild. Oh, I don't know Harry Potter. How can you not know I, Harry I, Potter? I, they're like, turn off. They're like, this episode Click. is over for me. It's uh... <laughs> Oh, but he lives in an apartment now and he stored those exact drums at a friend of mine's house. And I was like, hey, why are Potter's drums in your garage? And, well, hilariously, he actually gave my friend a rug. He, he said, does anybody want a Persian rug? Yeah. And I was like, what the hell, man? I want a Persian rug. But my <laughs> other buddy Josh was like, no, nah, I did. I'm taking it. And then he goes, look, Floyd, you kind of got beat on that one but potter's drums are in my garage and you can take those home if you want <laughs> and i and i texted my buddy and i said hey those do you care if i like take them to my house since you live in an apartment and mm-hmm. he goes you can have them and uh but you got to come get so, the thump thump okay so potter <laughs> gave you those drums he gave me the most nostalgic part of my childhood yeah oh, let me tell you something about potter i i <laughs> I'm hope I'm glad Potter's got an apartment now. Let's talk about Danny yeah. Potter. He's got an apartment. He 
he clearly collects instruments and then leaves them at various <laughs> friends' homes so that Floyd yeah. Jones can go and find them and add them to his growing uh, choices. By the way, I am talking with Floyd Jones, who is a Michigan comic, and Thank at you. Floyd jo- Jones Comedy. It's spelled Floyd, and then it's spelled Jones, and then it's spelled comedy. You get it. And and Floyd's Garage for music stuff Floyd on Instagram. Plural, but no apostrophe because it's possessive, but Floyd's Garage. <laughs> yeah. Instagram, YouTube, check it out. Floyd Jones, we're talking musical instruments. Oh, yeah. So talk to me about symbols. There is a, it's, I think it's Turkish or Armenian. Zildjian. It's, yeah. It sounds Armenian. The best. Yeah. That's what I'm told that they're the best. Uh, now you've got me thinking I'm saying it wrong and it's Zildjian. Right. But Cause, uh, cause I think it's Zildjian. Just calls them Zildjian. Yeah. I think they're just Zildjian. It's uh, it's Cation and everybody wants to ethnic it up and say Cation. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you do what you can. Uh, my sister pronounces it Cassian, which is weird because our dad doesn't. Uh, <laughs> she just she just went over his head. She just with it. right, right, just decided to ethnic it up real bad, and uh, so all right, do whatever you need to do. Great. She's currently a diversity hire. Okay, okay. so uh, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm not. She's both gay and. They were like, we heard how you said your name. We need you on board right We need now. you on board. We want to be proud of ourselves. And she's like, we've never I'm... heard her pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So do you have those kind of uh, um, symbols? Oh, symbols. Oh, Potter used to have all Zildjian's, <laughs> which was legitimately, it was like, it felt like walking in the guitar center and owning the room because... And then Let me just tell you, point, next episode, Danny Potter. Danny okay. Potter, he's, he's, he's wild. He's one of those guys that I used to jam with because, I, like I said, I started recording early. So I would just have people come over to my house and we would just play music from like 3 p.m. to like 7. So it was like I was, I was really going through the motions and like training camp. And then I'd go to a friend who had crazier parents that weren't there and we'd play till nine like my mom would be like get out of here it's 7 p.m you've been doing it all day and i'd go over to my other buddy's house and play and then we'd bounce (laughs) around but my house became the hub so he brought his zildjians over to my house because he was like i play drums at your house more than i play at mine now right i was like oh thank you so much and what (laughs) how old were you guys then when uh 14 15. When you were kids, they were all yeah. a year over me. So okay, I've always been the young guy in the room. Yeah, yeah. what are those guys? Uh, like, what does Danny Potter, uh, if if it's possible to say, what does Danny Potter do for a living? If it's if it's legal, it's possible to say. Uh, he uh, he is a sign maker. He like cuts out like thick plastic like decals for. People. He made him. He made up a job like stand up <laughs> yeah, comedy. Yeah. Good yeah. for you, Danny Potter. Good to hear it. Good to hear it. You know that my husband's dad made up a job. He trained bird dogs for field trials on horseback. Uh, when I was nine, I wanted to train bird dogs for field trials for horse on horseback. Horses, dogs, guns. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. a Mad Lib. Oh, <laughs> he trained these bird animals. dogs. Like, what a he tra- bird dog. <laughs> right, he trains dogs how to how to point. He trained he trained uh, he trained pointers. So, and. It was so funny because uh, Andy's dad could he's he would uh he would he would do some hand gestures something like that. 
and and his uh, and one of the pointers, he would point everything. Like he'd be like, "Look, there's a bee," and the dog would point the bee. He would point at things. He slipped his little paw. Up and his little paw the and pointed the bee. Oh my. He got, he got animals to act human. Yeah, exactly. That's, it was, that would blow my mind. Right. But it's, again, it feels like a made up job. Good for Danny Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for All sure. right. I mean, it keeps him, he's able to not take his work home with him. And I think that's, a, that's <laughs> nice because then you can that just enjoy nice. your life. Yes. Yeah. You just do the gig and then you come home and then you can hang out, read a book, play a video game. Listen to some music, find another instrument to purchase. And leave Uh, it at someone's house. And leave it at someone's house. He's literally just a recorder, a slide whistle, (laughs) just anything just comes to him like he's a magnet of musical instruments. Oh, yeah. He's amazing on on things that he never plays, which is infuriating. He was always the guy to be like, I've never played a bass. (laughs) And you're like, and everybody's like, is he lying? And, and then they were like, no, I promise you, we've never seen him do this. He really is doing this. <laughs> he just picked it up and he's just really good at it. So, oh, yeah, that's it crazy. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. So, in your house, so what's your dream drum kit? I, I mean, I have it. You, oh, you, you got gave it? Me the, yeah, I've always wanted a Pearl Export kit. And when I was a kid, the Thump Thumps. Yep. They're expensive. The kick pedals? Yeah. Like, to buy the Tama Iron Cobra, which is like the, uh, <laughs> is like $300. Just for and the kick pedal. Just for the kick. And this is the best part. They don't come with mallets. So you got to also shell out another, like, 30 bucks to buy the mallets. So when I was a kid, I just bought the mallets. Yeah. It was like, that's the end product. Right. And, and I had, I think I still, till this day, have Iron Cobra mallets. And, uh, cause they're, they're really lightweight. Okay. And they sound really cool. Like the okay. way the mallets made. And I was like, if that's the last thing you hear in this process, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, how did you, how did you, did you just use your hand and just thump on it? <laughs> just thump. like, like if you didn't have the kick pedal and you had the mallet, how did you make it hit I mean, the? I mean, no, I mean, I bought, I bought the cheaper. Oh, the cheapest thump kick, thumps. Kick, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can and buy just for put like a nice, bucks. and then just and put then a I nice mallet nice into it. Mallets on it. Okay, that makes sense actually. Just because you're like, I just need a, uh, I just need a fulcrum to make the mallet move every time exactly. I step on the pedal. So, yeah, and then I learned how to because you can fine tune and like do some weird technician stuff because it's all springs so i fine tuned the springs on the thump thumps and people would come over and be like oh my god this is it's so smooth playing on your drums and i'm like i wanted them to feel expensive even though they're cheap right right yeah they they feel and sound sound that's yeah they need to feel and sound good Exactly. Which is, you're like, oh, he wants to spend a bunch of money on this. And you're like, no, I just tweaked a bunch of found items. You, much like Bigos, are creating uh, lemonade. Yeah. Okay, so, but what, so, my biggest thing, because I have a couple of close friends. My two friends left over from high school. They were both percussionists. And um, 
I would watch them play the kit and just be fascinated because I can't even tap the top of my head and rub my stomach at the same time, for the love of God, much less uh, keep the keep the leg going, do the hands and then know when to to dash off. Is it just practice to dash off and it, hit a symbol? It, is. it yeah. is. And then the best part is I always have to tell people um, your right hand and your right leg are synced. So if you wanted to play like a drum beat where it was like boom, 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 you could play the cymbal effortlessly exactly like that because they're running on the same operation. They both okay. want to come down at this. It's like when you're walking, how your arms and your legs just yeah. kind of move together. Yeah. Your arm and your leg are always, it's tougher for me to lift my hand up and put my foot down at the same time. Oh, on the impossible. same. Okay. Yep. Try, try right. and go away from a symbol while yeah. I'm hitting the kick. Weird. <laughs> but if I just so I I played heavy metal. I played things where it's like play all the notes, play as <laughs> fast as you can, and play as much as you can for no reason. Because <laughs> I learned to just be like blah, 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 like Buddy Rich. Buddy yeah. Rich is one of the coolest drummers to watch. I actually have Animal from the Muppets tattooed on my arm. Oh, really? Let's. Show where's that? Yeah, it. let's see that. See oh, yeah. up high, up high. Oh, yeah. There's a guitar, and there's Animal in the, with in a couple of drumsticks. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a zombie. Oh, That's the guitar my nice. grandpa bought me. Uh, oh, very cool. Yeah, nice the, color. The, I have the the instruments I own tattooed on me, but I do have an Elvis style microphone that i don't own okay you call, you call okay me. is it one of those oh you just is it the silver the, ones oh yeah, yeah. I won't, but i've never that's the one thing i've never bought danny potter where <laughs> <laughs> you should literally just call him up and go have you ever run across this and he's like oh yeah it's over at larry's house and uh <laughs> oh that's great it probably is he'll be like you should have just brought it up years ago <laughs> I left it at your house. I'm like, ah. <laughs> uh, seriously, Floyd Jones. It has been an hour. Nice. nice. That's amazing, quite honestly. And uh, I have to say, the last twenty minute drum talk has been my favorite. <laughs> I did oh. enjoy the first forty minutes. I'm not saying I didn't. <laughs> but uh, Rangers, you should know that I've been talking to Floyd Jones. It's at Floyd Jones Comedy on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and at Floyd's Garage, also on Instagram and YouTube. There's music, there's comedy, uh, there's there's a love of Michigan. It's so yes. beautiful. And uh, and I hope to work with you again, man, and and hang out uh, some more. And um, anyway, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?